Alrighty, welcome to the K-Mac Show. Um, I've been a little under the weather these past few days. Um, I started getting sick around Wednesday, and uh, still feeling a little bit, but I can't not make my selections for this week, week three of the NFL. Um, so a little something to, you know, hopefully hold you over for this past week that's been, um, yet again, kind of crazy, but you know, I'll hit the ground running probably tomorrow, hopefully, hopefully, because I do want to do the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I guess we'll see, you know, I really hope so, um, of course, the first game, uh, I picked the Jets, because I always pick the Jets, and they lost, so, the Jets don't exist anymore to me, I mean, they're just, uh, you know, they're dead to me, (laughs) not dead to me, but you lost to the Browns, embarrassing, embarrassing defeat, and uh, they play Jacksonville next week, so yay. I can't wait to watch the Jets <laughs> against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, boy. That's going to be... I, I can't wait to see the spread on that game. I actually want to see it. If it's 10-plus, I might pick I might pick the Jets again, just because, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping that they would show a little fight. But the spread's going to be huge. be huge. Donald Trump huge. So, we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, and Cleveland almost didn't cover. Um, they didn't get that two-point conversion They wouldn't have where they wouldn't have covered. So, what are you going to do? Um, oh, also, congratulations to the New York Yankees. They clinched a playoff berth for the 53rd time in franchise history. Around that, 55 maybe. Somewhere around there. They're really good always. <laughs> And they will be uh, ho- probably hosting the wild card game against the Oakland Athletics. Hopefully, if everything works out, um, it will be that. Um, we'll see, though. I mean, the Yankees just need to finish up a little bit strong down the stretch, and uh, it'll be done. So, very good stuff. Very, very happy about that. As they uh, play the final game of their series against the um, Baltimore Orioles today at 1 o'clock. I'm calling us around, you know, 10.30. So right now, so as soon as this ends, it's a couple hours before kick. So just get a little bit of a football fix before week three of the NFL season. So um, just a couple of things to go over. Like I said, the Yankees are going to the playoffs. They'll be uh, in the wild card. Um, who's going to start that game? Ooh, I have to be leaning towards maybe Tanaka. I'll be honest with you. Tanaka, you know, he has the opportunity. Like, when he comes into a game, he has more of a likelihood to take over a game than maybe uh, a Jay Happ or a CC Sabathia. You know, one of those guys that really isn't there to overpower people. Um, but Tanaka, with that splitter, he can over, you know, overwhelm a hitter. And, he, you know, he can make a guy miss. And, you know, he can get a big strikeout or two. And... I just feel like Seve has not been that great. He's one of those guys also that just has overpowering stuff. He just hasn't been able to utilize it in the right way, especially um, since the All-Star break and even a little bit before then. He hasn't been uh, himself. So I'll have to lean on uh, definitely Mashiro Tanaka starting that wild card game. And I think the lineup yesterday that they used uh, is probably going to be the All-Star game. Um, All-Star game. Wild card game um, lineup. McCutcheon, Judge. D.D. Stanton, um, you know, the, the, that top five is solid. You know, I, 
you can't do anything else with that, I think. That top five is, is deadly. And to put Gary in the eight hole, I like that. Um, I believe Andujar's batting sixth. Uh, Voight was batting seventh. Sanchez was eighth. And uh, batting ninth was Glaber Torres, which, I mean, Glaber Torres is batting ninth in your order. You have a pretty solid team. So I, I think that that right there. So let me let me recap it real quick. Okay. So, leading off McCutcheon, Judge, Gregorius, Stanton, and Duhar. How come I'm forgetting somebody already? I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Luke Voigt. Gary Sanchez. And Glaber Torres. That's that's your t- that's your nine. And then with I think Tanaka needs to start. If he doesn't do that great, we'll make it a bullpen game. You have to. So um that in my opinion will be the Yankees um wildcard game lineup a couple Wednesdays from now, which I can't wait to see. You know, I can't wait to see um you know what they can do in the postseason. You know, I'm excited for a little bit of October baseball in the middle of the week. Um you know. I'm very excited. And on the Mets side, I mean Jacob deGrom. DeGrom is the man, all right? Jacob DeGrom is the man. He is going to be the National League uh, Cy Young Award winner, in my opinion. There's not been a better pitcher in baseball besides him. I mean, 23 consecutive quality starts, the most in Major League history, I think since like 1911 or something like that. Like, unbelievable. Maybe, oh, no, it's it's an MLB record now. So that's unbelievable. Like, that is that is the greatest stretch out of any pitcher in the history of baseball, and he has only nine wins. If he was on the Yankees, he would have 30 wins. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. This guy has been unbelievable. It's great. Under a two ERA, 1.77. I mean, come on. Who's on the Yankees, man? 50 wins. <laughs> oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Nine and nine. Nine and nine. He might finish he might finish for less than ten wins. Hopefully he doesn't. I hope he gets another one. Like jeez. Even Syndergaard has like a seven and four record or something like that. Like come on, man. Get get your grab some wins here. Get some get him some wins. I mean it's ridiculous. And as we head into um, the week, the story will be with the Mets. Uh, besides Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom should be the, the, the Cy Young. I mean, um, I think that the story has to be David Wright as well. Uh, the greatest New York Met to ever don a Mets jersey. Uh, he will be uh, playing out that final series against the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't know if he's playing any other game besides that one game, but um, it'll be the last time that David Wright's going to put on uh, the Mets uniform, which is sad. Um, I was hoping that that's uh, third baseman could have gotten healthy enough, but to to work this hard and never given up on your dream to play one more game, uh, it speaks a lot. You know, it speaks a lot of volumes to his character. He doesn't, you know, care about the record. He only cares about playing for the team that resides in Queens. I mean, it's really remarkable. I mean, the Mets have been a god awful franchise. They've sort of uh, stabbed him in the back a couple times. I mean. They didn't make the playoffs for nearly a decade. I mean, from 06 to 2015, they didn't make it. 
And that was primetime David Wright. And it's not like the Mets didn't try. They just, stuff didn't work out. You know, I think about Francisco Rodriguez. I think about, uh, well, Beltran was good. Up until, you know, that, that, that call third strike. But, uh, you know, uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> um, they, they just didn't feel that good teams. And the rotations that they had were not very good until the Power Five came in. And, you know, um, we never really saw them healthy together, except for like maybe two weeks into the season, and then Harvey got traded, and you know, Syndergaard missed a lot of time and all that other stuff. So I don't know that the Mets have not really had great, great um, pitching staffs when David Wright was in his prime. I'm talking about prime time Mets with David Wright, like 2010, 2011. All right, they had Parnell. You know, they they didn't really have uh, Dylan G. I mean, come on, they, they didn't have anybody that great. You know, Maine. I mean, come on. Mets didn't really have anybody. The lineup was always okay. You know, with Reyes at top, Wright, Beltran, even Pagan was okay. Just didn't really feel the good teams. You know, and uh, I guess I'll always um, hinder David Wright a little bit when you're talking about, like, uh, Hall of Fame stuff. Is that he doesn't really have the stats because he's been injured for two years, and the fact that he didn't play on really great teams. I mean, he was the only guy on the Mets for you know a long time. Not the only guy, I shouldn't say, but he played on a bunch of like I don't know. The best I can describe it right now, and I know it's wrong because Mike Trout is a much better baseball player than David Wright will ever be, but it's almost like Mike Trout on the Angels right now. Solid lineup. He's smack in the middle of it. And then the pitcher staff sucks and they don't win. That is David Wright. I'm saying the same situation. I'm not saying that uh, David Wright's anywhere close to, to Mike Trout. I mean, come on. But uh, the point is is that he's a transcendent talent that just never really was on a great team. Um, up until 2015, that's what I'm saying. Post 06 to 2015. That's prime time, David Wright. Didn't really play on a great team. And uh, I guess the one thing that Mets fans can cling on to, and the one thing that will always, always be there, is that everybody, every Mets fan, can say they saw David Wright hit a home run in the World Series. Have a bunch of clutch hits. Down the stretch against Los Angeles in the NLDS. And, you know, to see him celebrate, uh, to go to the World Series was, was remarkable. You have that, Mets fans. You have that. And you should be happy with that. As, a, as Mr. Met is going to don the, uh, the Met uniform one last time, I believe, uh, this Saturday. Uh, this, this Saturday, yeah, this Saturday, the 29th. So, um Everybody should be hyped up for that. Everybody should sell out that building. And uh, I'll definitely be watching um, on TV. Um, yeah. So, very exciting stuff for the Mets. In my opinion, um, it's the biggest game of the season for them. As they try to get uh, Mr. Wright just one more win. Just one more win. Just one more win. You know, one more base hit. I want to see a home run. I mean, hey, I- I'm greedy. I want to see. I want to see David Wright hit a home run. That, that, that's me. 
You know, I, that's that's all I want to see. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still a little stuffy, but uh, I just wanted to get this portion of the show done. Get the baseball out of the way. The Mets headed to the, I'm sorry, the Yankees are headed to the playoffs, and the Mets are heading into David Wright uh, weekend, which is, pro- you know, a little bit less than a week uh, from today. Alrighty, now on to my week three picks. Alrighty, welcome to the week three NFL picks by me, Kane Mack. And, you know, another not so great week for me. Uh, week two was pretty brutal on me uh, as I lost to my girlfriend, Heather, uh, in a bet. So I had to do something stupid later on in the season, I guess, since it's not snowing outside. But that's apparently what's going to happen. So. What are you going to do? <laughs> As um, we go on to the week three, you know, we're on to the next one. That's all that matters. We're on to the next one. Jay-Z. <laughs> As um, we get started here, I picked the Jets, obviously, on Thursday night because, you know, me. And, you know, Cleveland almost didn't cover. Like, I, I covered a little bit on the show. Um, but they did. And they beat the Jets by four points. So, um, that's a loss for Kane. That's that's another L. But whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what? We're on we're on the Sunday. You know we're on the Sunday right now. Sunday. That's all that matters. And, and Monday. Sunday and Monday. We're on to that. All right. Week three. I don't even want to talk about the Jets. Done with them for right now. Until we preview preview Jacksonville. <laughs> Which should be a great game, by the way. Oh, God. I want to see the spread when that comes out. Um, really bad. But whatever. Let's see. All right. Kansas City. Six and a half point favorite over the San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking KC. Give me him. Give me Patrick Mahomes and his 10 touchdowns. You know, in the first two weeks. Uh, I mean, he, he's been unbelievable. That offense has been firing all on all cylinders. You can see why they traded Alex Smith. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's been fantastic. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He's been great. And the Kansas City Chiefs look like to be, um, right there in contention. I was wrong. I thought that the Chargers were the dogs to, you know, the guys to beat. Um, apparently not. It's Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to roll with the Chiefs in this game and win by more than six points. I I just feel like it's going to be a little bit of a wash game, in my opinion. Um, I don't think that Jimmy G has enough to beat the the Chiefs. So tough road game, uh, and plus, I mean, I just, I just, I believe in the Chiefs. So taking the Chiefs. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be home to the Buffalo Bills. Our old friends, the Buffalo Bills, and they are seventeen point favorites. Ah, this is a trap game for me. But you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm rolling with Minnesota. <laughs> so I apologize. God. I'm rolling with the Vikings here. They're at home. They're 17-point favorites. Uh, I mean, Buffalo has been horrendous, and they've lost by a lot of points back-to-back weeks. Josh Allen, I don't think, is going to fare well. I'm going to set defense. That defense is unbelievable. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings because I don't think Buffalo can score. I don't think they can do anything. And you think that they're going to stop Kirk Cousins? And Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs? I don't think so. Taking the Vikings. 17-point favorites. Take them. 
Alrighty, so then we go into our next game. Carolina's home. Favored by three points against the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm taking the favorite again. I'm taking the Panthers. Man, taking those Panthers, man. You know, I just think that Cam Newton is going to be too much for him. Cincinnati is a good football team. Uh, they, they've, they've definitely, uh, you know, caught my eye a little bit. I mean, they've been rock and rolling 2 0. They're they having, a, you know, having the advantage of playing on last Thursday against the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and they beat them. I don't know. Road game, tough road game. Carolina's coming off a loss against the Falcons. I will take Carolina plus three. I'm sorry, minus three. Why is it plus three? Minus three. Green Bay going into Washington, favored by three points. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers every time. Uh, he's just been unbelievable. He's been, uh, even through injury, he's been unbelievable. Um, I don't think that Washington has the offense to compete with that. So I think that Green Bay is going to definitely cover and beat the Washington Redskins. That's what I just think, you know. Alex Smith just, I mean, he, he's been good. They've been, they've, been, they've been good, but losing to Indy at home last week, that's dreadful. Like, is there a worse thing to do than to lose to the Colts? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm definitely taking Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Atlanta at home against New Orleans, favored by three. I'm going to take the Falcons. Uh, New Orleans has been looking a little bit shaky, especially on offense. Uh, their defense has been awful, awful, awful. I expect Julio Jones to catch like five touchdowns, and he's on my fantasy team. So if we can get a couple of touchdowns, that'd be very, 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 very helpful for the cause. Um, and yeah, I, I just think that the Falcons at home going to fly high here, and they're going to dominate the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Julio Jones is healthy. He doesn't have an injury designation or whatever, and he's going to be fine. So I'm going to take the Falcons at home. Uh, next game is Jacksonville at home against the Tennessee Titans, uh, favored by six and a half. Give me Jacksonville. No, no taking these guys lightly. Mariota's still a little bit banked up. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Jacksonville in that big defense. Uh, D.D. Westbrook looked very very good um, in that weekend against the Patriots last week, um, and I will take uh, Blake Bortles playing a very good game manager type game and winning by more than a touchdown. So I'm gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, at home. Uh, Baltimore's home to the Denver Broncos. Baltimore's favored by five. I'm gonna take Denver going into Baltimore. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. It always seems to be close. Denver plays a lot of people tough. Case Keenum uh, looks pretty good. I mean, he's been playing very, very well. Uh, they beat the Raiders last week. Um, you know, I, I just think that they're they're a tough team. And I don't think that they're going to lose by more than a touchdown. I think that Baltimore may win by a couple points. But, I mean, I, I can't take – five seems like a big number to me. So I'm taking Denver. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. Uh, Miami's home. They're favored by three against Oakland. You know, this is not me being a Jets fan having a vendetta against the Dolphins. I just feel like John Gruden and that Raiders team desperately need a win. They, they're going to come in like a pack of dogs. Like, they're going to come in really, really tough. Um, Derek Carr has a lot to prove in this game. Um, I have to, I'm going to roll with the Raiders as the three-point dogs. And you're giving me three. I think they might win the game. I think that they're going to win the game. And they're, you're giving me three points. I'm going to take the Oakland Raiders uh, going into Miami and doing a little bit of an upset as John Gruden gets his first win as head coach of the Oakland Raiders. Obviously, second time around, 
that he's a head coach. You know, so his first win in the second tenure as Raiders head coach. Uh, next game is the Philadelphia Eagles at home. At home, the return of Carson Wentz favored by six points against Indy. Six points is a high number for me. I'm taking the Colts. Andrew Luck is going to have a good game, I think. <laughs> I think he's going to have a, a splendid game. And uh, I don't know. Philly, I mean, they're going to play with a lot of energy and everything like that. A little bit of an upset here. Um, I just, uh, you're giving me six points here. You know? You're giving me six points. And that's, that's that seems like a bunch. That seems like a bunch of points to me. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Colts. And uh, next game is the Houston Texans at home against the New York Football Giants. Ooh, who does Kane got? Well, I'm going for the second time in as many weeks. The New York Giants. I'm going to take the Giants here. Uh, Lane, six, I mean, they're they're. You giving me six points here to work with the Giants are desperado. They've been hearing this all week, and you know when you know when Eli plays at his best, and we're about to kick him out the door. So I'm going to take the New York Giants because for some reason, whenever I start believing in the Giants, they suck. And then when everybody, you know, when I believe that, you know, oh, man, they're done. Eli proves again why he's a Hall of Fame quarterback and leads the Giants to a big win. I I just feel like they're a better team than what they've been showing. This offensive line has been horrific. Eric Flowers is not going to be starting. I don't know if that's an improvement or not. I don't know who this right tackle is. So... I'm going to take the New York Giants on the road in Houston. It's a rough it's a rough game. But I think it's going to be a close game as well. So I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking the New York Giants again. Do not disappoint me like you did last week. I thought the Giants would have a big game, you know, lost the nail biter to the Jaguars. And then you look at that 1 o'clock game, man, the Jaguars would beat up on the, the Patriots a little bit. Oh, man, the Giants are going to be ready for this one. And they laid an egg in Dallas. So uh, I'm hoping that they, they don't in Houston and the other part of Texas. So we shall see. We shall definitely see. Um, next game, Chicago is plus, I'm sorry, minus 6. Obviously, they're the favorite. Going into Arizona to play the Cardinals, I'm taking the Bears. uh, Six-point favorites. I just think that they're very, very good defensively. And that Sam Bradford is going to run for his life. He's going to... Khalil Mack might decapitate him. And uh, Sam Rosen is going to come in. Oh, Josh Rosen. Josh Josh Rosen will come in uh, and play quarterback for the Cardinals. So, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right to me. And the Bears will win by more than six. Sun, oh, not Sunday Night Football. A four o'clock game. Sorry. I was about to say Sunday Night Football. It is not Sunday Night Football. Uh, It is uh, Seattle at home, favored by a point against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take the boys. We them boys. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We them boys. You know, dogs in this game. The front seven showed me a lot last week. Um, I thought that they played a wonderful job. You know, did a great job. Did a great job against a terrible offensive line. And you know what? They might Seattle might have a worse offensive line than the Giants. 
I don't care that Seattle's home. That 12, that 12 man crap, I don't give a damn about that. I care about the matchups. And you know what? That front seven, the Dallas Cowboys, you put them up against that front five of that Seattle offense, they're going to win every time. See, uh, I mean, Russell Wilson's been running for his life the entire season. He's been, he's been mauled more than any other quarterback. And he's a mobile guy. He's a mobile guy. So I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys to win outright. It's done. Give me a boys. Sunday night football. The New England Patriots. Favorite by six and a half against Trey. They could have been a 15-point favorite. And I'm still taking New England. New England's going to maul them. I think this is going to be a blowout. This is actually my week three I'm penciling it in. Lock of the week. There we go. A little lock thing there. Yeah. Lock that baby in. That is my... Like, if I was in a suicide pool, uh, that would be my pick. Uh, New England, favored by six and a half. Six and a half against Detroit. Give me the Patriots. Every time. Give me that. Even the cover. I think that they'll cover. But outright win, that's our, that's my lock of the week. I don't think, I don't think Detroit... Has a chance. Uh, Tom Brady coming off a loss. I mean, <laughs> he's uh, not going to be too thrilled heading into that one. Um, so I'm I'm going to take the Patriots. Definitely take the Patriots here. Uh, Monday night football. Monday night. Dun, 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 Pittsburgh favored by a point against Tampa Bay. I think Fitzmagic has a, has a game left in him. You know? I think he has a game left in him. Pittsburgh favored by a point. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks for whatever reason. I don't know. I think that, that the Steelers have been the biggest soap opera in football that makes the New York Knicks blush. And they will go down to 0-3. And Antonio Brown will have a holdout for the next week. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. This is going to be really funny. Alrighty. So that's my selections. I am taking Kansas City, Minnesota, Carolina, Green Bay, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Denver, Oakland, Indy. The Giants, the Chargers, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Buccaneers. And, of course, I picked the Jets on Thursday night. <laughs> what an idiot. Alrighty. So those are my three three picks around the National Football League. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Please like, share, and subscribe. I'm on all platforms, Anchor, App. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, I'm on them all. Uh, You can find me anywhere, and you can find me on Twitter at KMAX72. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and let's hope that you, uh, if you're a degenerate gambler, win some money. Um, And, uh, yeah, have a great one, everybody. I'll talk to you Monday. Peace.